Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just a quick live reaction to the Supercoach uh, over the weekend. We'll sort of do a review of all the games. It is really starting to heat up and there's injuries and whatnot. Talk about our draft and our classic. We'll do a deeper review of our draft game this weekend. But unfortunately, well, we're still waiting for final updates, but I am very, very confident that I've lost this weekend. Season over. Uh, a pretty heated clash this week. It was really good. Uh, took on one of my best mates, Steve, who's uh, I've said on a number of occasions, He's probably the guy that I talk to most about Supercoach. Maybe outside of Timmy Williams, maybe more than Timmy Williams. To be fair, me and Steve, very, very close, and it's sort of Supercoach that connects us. So to play each other in a prelim final, uh, it was pretty wild. Uh, We've had, I think we played each other in a grand final. I think it was 2016. I beat Steve in that one, and we've we've played each other in a few prelims. I think I've beaten him in all of them until this one. So, Stevie gets one back this week, and uh, look, I, I scored okay. I scored uh, just under 900. I reckon with updates, I'll probably get into the 900s. Uh, Stevie scored 945, but... My big criticism of Steve's team the entire year was that it was too top-heavy and that the guys below that weren't able to uh, build a good score if those top guys didn't do well. And his top guys were Fafita uh, and Nico Hines. Now, this weekend, Fafita got 45. Nico Hines didn't play. He got ruled out, so Steve had to deal with that. Um, And then Cam Murray was his third pick overall, so he didn't have him, him either. So his top three draft picks combined for, I think, 45 points, whatever the fuck Fafita got this week. So uh, Stevie absolutely nailed the waiver wire. I like to, in my draft comp, I like to think myself as the best on the waiver wire week to week. Uh, But Steve absolutely played me under the table this week. Some big moves. Uh, His AE was Tom Jenkins, one of my could be anything. So that was a real kick in the dick. He scored about 95 on Thursday night, was it? Thursday night. So that was a big advantage. And then as the week went on, a few other guys Steve picked up, one in particular this afternoon, Adam Clune, who put on a big, big score as well and ended up being uh, the final dagger. So... Yeah, tough finish. Uh, as you guys know, I've had a, I've been really, really confident with my Supercoach draft team throughout the year. We finished the regular season. I think we'd scored 800 more points uh, than the guy with the second most points in the comp. But we're fin- we were sitting in fourth. It was a weird old season, and I'll talk more about it 
in the proper review this week. Uh, but, geez, if I couldn't beat Steve with Nico Hines out and with Fafita only scoring 45, that is just tough shit on me. Don't deserve to be there. So, great win by Stevie. Uh, we had an upset in the other prelim final as well. Um, and I, I think it's fair to call my game an upset, especially after Nico Hines was ruled out. Uh, an incredible effort by Steve to somehow find a way to fucking win that. The other game, Kurt, who I personally thought would shit in, so full respect to Tommy, uh, who managed to get a win as well. Uh, some poor captain choices, some poor decisions uh, by Kurt in his game. Uh, and Tommy came home with a wet sail and got it done. So we're all we're pending updates on both games, but I am pretty confident uh, that both games will fall the way that they are sitting right now. So in my comp, we've got Stevie who beat me versus Tommy. Uh, two guys that have been in the comp since day one, I believe. They've been in, they both they were both in the comp when I came into it anyway. So they've been in for at least 10 years. Uh, two of the more serious. Supercoach draft players, which I'm all for. I am 100% in on being a fucking zero with your Supercoach draft team, as you all know. So it's good to see those two boys in the grand final. Neither's won a comp before. I don't think Tom's been in a grand final before. Uh, Steve's been in one grand final, and I beat him a couple of years ago. So two very good mates as well. So that'll be really entertaining to see how that plays out. And we will have a new champion. We call it the inner circle. Uh, We have an inner circle in our comp of guys that have won a premiership. And then we have the inner, inner circle, which is two or three of us that have won one, uh, two premierships. So I uh, got the, the so ha- had some hats made up at the start of the year with uh, obviously the name of our comp, the Ash Graham Cup on the front and a couple of trophies sort of engraved into the back. So, sorry, embroidered into the back. So uh, put mine away that had three trophies on it. Hopefully we get to get it out again next year. Uh, but Stevie and Tom, one of them is waiting to get it for the grand final next week. So that'll be an absolute cracker. It looks like carnage in Supercoach next week, by the way. I, uh, I was actually, I was looking at it tonight. Obviously, once I was done having my little fucking temper tantrum, once I was out, I had a look at my team for next week. I think I would have been fucked anyway, to be honest with you. Uh, Corey Horace has got a three-game suspension, so I would have lost him. Caelan Ponga got injured, and Newcastle... I don't think they can fall out of a home final next week. I don't think they can get top four, so I'll be shocked if Kalen Ponga plays next week. Um, who was the other one that I was going to mention? Oh, Katoni Staggs. Jesus. I have no idea how he stayed on the field the other day. I, I, th- I thought the uh, the striking charge that he got off Jordan, I think it was on Jordan Rapana. When I watched it live, I sort of thought, oh, my God, he's going to get sent from the field here. He somehow got away with it. So without those three boys, I think I would have really, really struggled anyway. I think there was someone else I had that got injured as well. Oh, uh, Billy Smith, which isn't a huge loss, to be fair. Uh, but, yeah, I think I would have struggled to sort of field a team. I would have had Nath Cleary. So that would have, well, I think I would have had Nath Cleary. It sounds like the Pender Panthers are going to play next week against the Cowboys. So that would have made it interesting. But uh, Steve's had a fantastic season, and he played the wave a wire like a fiddle this week. Really did deserve it, considering the guys he had, there, he had out and the things he had go against him. So... Yeah, tough pill to swallow. Real tough pill to swallow. As you guys know, I take my Supercoach draft very, very seriously. Uh, And I thought this year was going to be one of those years where I'd bring home a trophy. It's been a while. I've won two comps. um, But I've been in five grand finals. So I've lost... I think I've lost three grand finals in the last six years. I think my last premiership that I won was 2016. So it's been a tough few years. And I actually think this grand final... Yeah, I think it's fair. I think the team I had this year was actually better than the three teams that I lost uh, grand finals with, to be honest with you. This one is a really, 
real stinger. Yeah, this one really hurts. I really thought I'd go on and win it. But I uh, got to got to front up, got to get behind the mic when you, if I'm going to get behind the mic when I win, got to get it on the mic when I lose and own that because I got well and truly outplayed. And we'll we'll do a deeper review of uh our Supercoach draft game later this week because there is a bit to talk about and the way it played out was just insane. I genuinely thought I was going to win until about 8 minutes to go. I think I was up by 60 points with eight minutes to go in the Newcastle game, and then it just all went to shit. It got turned on its head very, very quickly. But it got turned on its head because of the plays that Steve made on the waiver wire, uh, which were big, big plays, big ballsy plays. Uh, but they certainly did pay off. So we'll talk about that a little bit later in the week. But Supercoach Draft, done and dusted for season 2023. Real stinger, a very good season. Uh, but fell two wins short of where we wanted to be, unfortunately. Now, Supercoach Classic this week. This is where we did get a big win, thankfully. Uh, obviously, we're in a competition with Timmy Williams. We're in a competition with the other 160,000 people to get a good rank. We're, some, we're currently sitting 3,900. Uh, we scored well this week, around about 1,350, just pending updates. And I reckon I could go close to 1,400. Uh, but there are some big, big scores out there. There's a lot of there's a lot more people than what I expected that have scored 1,300. And there's more people than I expected that have scored 1,400 as well. So there was a couple of notable Supercoach players who scored very high this week. And I think it was more than possible to have a lot of them. Like, I think you could have quite easily had your AFBs, your Scott Drinkwaters. Um, and I also think there was a lot of guys that went poor that a lot of people could have antipodded. Like, for, for, for example, I missed out on DWZ, so I didn't have to worry about that. I missed out on Brian To'o, uh, which, which which sort of separated me and Tim. And for all of you out there that captain Joey Manu, I think that'll just about put the dagger through your season. Unfortunately, my good mate Timmy Williams, he was one of those. So that's given me a big advantage. Uh, made some big balls moves this week. I went with DWZ and Cola, brought both of those guys in. I actually traded Nico Hines to Cola, so I'm hoping he doesn't play next week. I probably think after that loss he will, though, because I think they'll be playing for a home final. So hopefully Nico doesn't go nuts next week. That's got me very, very nervous. Uh, but yeah, DCE this week, I mean, he scored 100 and, what did he score, 130 or something? I'll just get their scores up. Obviously, guys, when you guys are listening to this, you will probably have the updated scores, so you will probably know more than me as far as where these guys scored and where they finished and whatnot, but uh, very, very happy with my trades this week. I, I really couldn't have been happier, to be honest with you, uh, to, to go, you know... Big balls plays in going uh, Cola and DCE. DCE scored 136, Cola 124. Cola played a big role in actually f- finishing my draft season, which was a kick in the dick, uh, but bittersweet because I had him in classic. So to bring in DCE and Cola, who combined for about 250 or so, 250 plus, um, yeah, pretty happy with how that played out. So it does, I, I think I was up by 100 against Timmy Williams going into this week. I think I've beaten him by about 200 or 250. So it'll give me a, a lead of around 300 coming into the last week. And I think we're both going to have 16 or 17 players next week. So, uh, yeah, I would like to think, barring a fucking miracle, I would like to think that that sort of sews up the Beers and Breakevens title for this year. I remember midway through the season doing an interview with Tom and Eddie, and we are talking about Supercoach, and I remember at that point just thinking, fuck, I'm never going to catch Tim here. He's that far in front of me that it can't be done. Jesus shows how quickly it can turn, because when he got back from Europe, I think eight weeks ago, 
Um, I was up by 200. It had turned massively in those five or six weeks, and I was up by a stack. And then he managed to reel me back in. It was only two weeks ago. He was up by five points or so, so we got back in front. Then I was in front by 100, and now I think I'm going to take my lead out to about 300 or so. And it all comes down to essentially just one poor captain choice. He went with Joey. Well, not even a poor captain choice. An unlucky captain choice. Uh, Joe, uh, Timmy obviously went Joey Manu, who got injured for, I think, 16, 18 points, something Pretty fucking bang average. I haven't even had a look at his updated scores yet. Joey Manu, but I imagine it wasn't over 20 or so. Yeah, 16 points. Jesus, that's tough. So, yeah, uh, Supercoach Classic. I think we've managed to wrangle in um, the Beers and Break-Evens Championship for this year. So, back-to-back. Very, very happy with that. As you guys know, I'm a draft player, giving Classic a red-hot go. Uh, and I do, I do take a lot of tips off Timmy, but it was good to see this week. Made two decisions that had nothing to do with him. Just went balls up with Cola and DCE and it paid off. So I'll be giving Tim plenty of shit about this week. Really, really looking forward to it. I think he's a little bit impressed about how rogue I went and how how much it paid off. So that'll be a really good episode this week. Really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, really starting to enjoy my classic. I know I've done well the last two years and whatnot, but really starting to get into it. I still prefer draft. There's no doubt about that. I, still, I would still give away a win against Tim just to be in a draft grand final 100% because... I have a big rivalry with Tim, but my rivalry with my mates and and, and my proper boys, uh, that means a lot more to me still. So still pretty sad about how tonight played out. Pretty disappointed to not be in the draft grand final. Uh, but silver lining is that we do look like we've wrapped up beers and break-evens for 2023. So that'll give me plenty of banter to run home with and plenty of banter to enjoy next year. Might have to get some back-to-back T-shirts made up or something. Carry on an absolute fucking treat. Uh, but when we have a look at next week... For classic, obviously, not for draft because I shit the bed. Um, out, uh, it's going to be carnage next week, I'm telling you. So there's going to be restings and whatnot because it's the last round. Uh, but then there's also a heap of guys out, suspended, injured, a lot going on. So next week, I will have one hooker, Harry Grant. Hopefully, he plays. Really hope he does. But once again, I think the Melbourne Storm are in a position where they could rest plays if they wanted to because I don't think they're going to move at all on on the ladder next week. I don't think Newcastle can finish. I'm just getting the ladder up just to make sure I'm correct. But I think this Melbourne Storm game is a bit of a dead rubber for them. Um, Obviously, the Broncos, if they want to lock up the minor premiership, uh, they can, but... Yeah, for, for the Melbourne Storm, there really is nothing to gain here. If the Warriors win... The Melbourne Storm can't move anywhere. The Knights can't catch them. They can't fall out of the top four. So I would imagine that Melbourne will probably rest guys or at least play limited minutes. Maybe they're looking at it as an opportunity to get minutes into Pappy with everyone else. But, oh, geez, I uh, I don't know. But I really do hope that Harry Grant plays. He's the only hooker I've got. I have got one trade left, and I've actually got 500K in my bank, so I can literally get whoever I want next week. I can get any player I want next week, so I'll have to make that decision. But hopefully Harry Grant plays, or I'll be down a hooker. Uh, Tino and Joe Tapanay, they will both play next week. Corey Horsburgh won't, so I'll only have my two front row forwards. I can't see any reason why those two wouldn't play next week, though. Um, for feeder, Nikita, Eli Katoa, Tohu Harris, Johnny Bateman, you would have to assume that all those guys play next week. I think the only way that one of them couldn't is if Tohu Harris gets rested, uh, which could happen. Uh, realist, I mean, the Warriors, could they get a home final? No, they couldn't. No, nah, because points differential will hold them back. I don't know. Maybe the Warriors rest players. I've thought for a long time they would. The coach said they wouldn't. I would assume that Tohu Harris will at least play limited minutes. That would be my guess. He'll play limited minutes. But still, he's a player on the field, and everyone has him, so that's okay. Uh, the other guys, I can't see any of them being rested. Maybe, maybe Eli Katoa. 
if the Melbourne Storm just choose to rest everyone, but I reckon he would probably play. Uh, Nath Cleary, I think the Panthers will play this week, so I'll have him. DCE, I will have him, so that'll be fine. Kalen Ponger at 5'8", he will obviously get rested. Well, I assume he'll get rested or he'll be out injured regardless. I can't say a world where KP plays next week. So Cody Walker will be my 5'8". He will come in against the Roosters. Uh, then in my backs, I will have Marsu Gagai. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Campbell Graham. Uh, and and then I've got Manu and Garrick. So Manu, I, I mean, he's 50-50. He might play. We'll see. How, hopefully he does. Uh, but I'll be able to make one trade anyway, so I probably will bring in a CTW of choice. Uh, and then I will have Cola and James Tedesco as well in my fullback. So hopefully Teddy's back. I think Robbo said the other day that he will be. So it means that when I use my one trade, if Manu, Garrick, and Horsburgh and KP are all out, I will still have 17 next week. So it means that I should be able to finish strong, hopefully jump up those rankings. It'll be interesting to see how much I go up after this week, 1,350 pre-update. So hopefully I grab a little bit more overnight. Hopefully I can push close to maybe that 2,000 sort of mark. I'm 3,900 at the moment, so hopefully I can push into the 2,000s, and then hopefully next week I can have a big finish, and I will be going for a pod play with my last trade. I've got DC, I've got Cola, two guys that not many people would have. Campbell Graham, probably not many people have either. I think Dane Gagai is still pretty low-owned as well. Tino is a bit of a pod play. Ellie Katoa is a bit of a pod play. So if my players do well, I think I can jump up quite a bit next week as well. So hopefully we can finish in that top 1% which is that I think that means that I have to finish in the top 1,600. That'd be nice. I think we've got Timmy Beats, so it's now time to make some big moves on those rankings and hopefully get into the top 1,000. But I really at least want to get into the top 1%, which is that 1,600 mark. So, yeah, it's going to be a wild finish. There are so many injuries and suspensions and restings coming our way this week. It's going to be fucking insane. If you're one of those people that has two trades left, if you're one of those people that has three trades left and a boost, you are sitting on an absolute gold mine this week and could make some huge moves. And I believe there are some people right at the top of Supercoach Classic who have a few of those up their sleeve. So it's going to be an insane week. Cannot wait to see it in the morning and see it throughout the day to see how it all updates and where I finish. But yeah, draft season done and dusted. We'll have a deep review coming this week because there are a few things I want to talk about, especially that Steve that Steve did that was really smart drafting there. We'll talk about all that and then Classic will have beers and break-evens coming on Wednesday. I'll be carrying on like a fucking tit. Cannot wait for it. Sure, sure, Timmy's really excited for it as well. But plenty of Supercoach content coming this week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast and on beers and break-evens. One more round of footy to go. One more round of Supercoach to make your final big plays.